0: His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Uh, okay, this is Gerriod, and Gerriod, you wanted to hear a special song. What, what is that? Uh,
1: what a beautiful name it is.
0: Why that song, and why today?
1: Well, I like that song, and we always listen to it once we go to church, and it puts a smile on my face, and I'm about to go to high school, so
2: I want to just listen
0: to it. How's high school going so far?
2: It's going great.
0: Yeah, what was the first day like?
1: It was awesome. It was a lot of um, getting to know the school and the teachers.
0: What are you most
3: looking forward to this year? Um, getting good grades. Look at you.
0: Wow. You know, most freshmen don't really care about their grades, yeah, and you do. Go. Well,
3: I have a feeling you're going to do great this year. Thank
0: Rob, you. Rob, Allison, and Jim. So good to hear from Zelina this morning. What is going on, young lady? I was just calling because
3: um,
2: my son called in earlier, and you guys... Talked to him and played him and his song on the radio, and I just wanted to let you know that you guys absolutely made his day. Oh, that's sweet. Got to sweet. hear it before he got out the car to go to school, and he had the biggest smile on his face. It just made me so happy.
3: Oh, that's wonderful. We were hoping that he was still in the car.
2: Yeah, he, he was. We were pulling up to the front of the car pulling and he started to hear himself. I said, oh my God, and that's you. <laughs> and he looked at me and he just started smiling. And then I was like, you see, they put you on and right when he was getting out is when he heard um, Allison say I have a feeling it's gonna be a great year and he had the biggest smile on his face and I just heard the song that he requested and I cried my whole way (laughs) but it was good tears because that song means a lot to us.
0: You know Zelina I think you are an amazing mom you are raising a young, young man in the faith he's bringing Jesus to school and that's because of you.
3: Yeah, you can tell he's an awesome kid, and that doesn't come from nowhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, I tell you. It was a privilege to play a song, too, because that's one of my favorite songs. Oh, what good. a beautiful name. Yeah, it's a, a Hill song. By Hillsong Worship. And then I like uh, Need to Breathe and Jordan Felice <laughs> and Crowder. <laughs> yeah, you Crowder can't play favorites. And, yeah, I know, right? Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. He's a little four-year-old. His name is Joshua, and he is an honorary Colorado Springs police officer and for special reason too, he just did this with his family and his fellow officers the other day. Now that's a very familiar sound to anybody who's gone through chemotherapy because that marks the end of your chemotherapy journey. So Joshua has been battling stage four cancer. Again, he's just four years old. Back in April, he was sworn in as the honorary officer in full uniform, custom made just for this little guy. And I love that police department chipped in and got him a very special battery powered motorcycle. That was so cool. Well, the department's been going through this journey with Joshua for quite some time. You see, he was first diagnosed with stage four kidney cancer over Father's Day weekend. That was June 2017. They removed an 11 centimeter tumor from his left kidney. He was in remission and then they found another tumor in his left lung. And so he just went through the chemo. Now he's gonna undergo radiation therapy for his chest uh, in the coming weeks. Again, he's only four years old.
3: This kid could not be any cuter. And what big plans God must have for him to already have gone through all of this at age four?
0: And he's got the whole police department in Colorado Springs behind him he's in a this tough whole cookie. journey. Yeah, <laughs> you're not kidding. A great inspiration to everybody. That little Joshua, praying for you, buddy. Rob, Allison, and Jim.
3: She's won two Grammys, gold albums, number one hits. Yes, I'm talking about Lauren Daigle. She sang at the Atlanta Braves game this weekend, stepping in at the last minute apparently because seventh inning stretch opera superstar Timothy Miller couldn't
0: perform. As Lon Daigle is gonna come on and Let us Lauren ahead, Daigle, I beg your pardon, to Lauren Daigle, will sing God Bless America. She's pinch singing for Timothy Miller today. And I'm sure Lauren will do an outstanding job. And here she is.
4: God bless america
1: land that
0: i love stand beside her and guide her through the
3: night with the light from above oh my word what a beautiful voice so good (laughs) they got her name wrong but i think they'll remember it now
0: don't you think (laughs) i think so My word, I think that's gone viral. Everybody's about seeing this.
3: Yeah, because, you know, she's stepping in at the last minute, and yet she knocks everybody's socks
0: off. Mm -hmm. They'll never forget Lon Daigle. I mean, Lauren. (laughs) Lauren Daigle. By the way, this is her latest. I don't know if you've heard it yet or not. You'll love this. Lauren Daigle, you say. Oh, by the way. When was the last time that you had to step in at the last minute like Lauren Daigle did? Maybe not for the National Anthem mm. or God Bless America, but it was something. 800-447-7234. That is 800 his radio. When did you have to step in at the last minute? Go ahead and call and be a part of the conversation. You can call or text.
3: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We
0: started thinking about those things that you had to do and step up. To be there at the very last minutes at 800 447
3: 7234. Yeah, it happened to Lauren Daigle at an Atlanta Braves baseball game. She stepped in to sing God Bless America at the last minute. For me, it was. My cousin's wedding back in the 90s, I came to be a guest and one of the bridesmaids was sick. And so I walked in the door and they grabbed me and said, you're about the same size. Will you be a bridesmaid? And Uh I said, "Okay." So sure enough, the dress fit me like a glove.
0: When was this? In the early 90s. Oh, the dress. Yeah. What was it?
3: Uh, It was black velvet Uh with jade green puffy sleeves, short in the front, long in the back. Just like a mullet.
0: That's just like a mullet. (laughs) A dress like a mullet. Okay, well, how about you at 800-447-7234 with a call and texts that are coming in. So here's Crystal. What happened to you, Crystal? When did you have to step in at the last minute?
2: I did. um, I got a a call from the school um, guidance counselor last year about being a grade parent for my child that was in the third grade. Initially, I didn't want to do it because I was like, I don't know if I have a lot of time to... um, take on this extra responsibility, but I ended up taking it on and loved it and hoping to be another grade parent at the school this year. Oh, wow. Have you already started? Um, not yet. We have to do volunteer training first, and then if everything goes through with that, they will let us know, and they, you know, they choose the grade parent, and then we just uh, go to the school and help out with parties and goodie bags and things like that throughout the year.
0: Oh, but you got tenure. You should be right in. I hope so. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Talking about those things that you had to step into at the last minute. You were like the hero, man. At 800-447-7234.
3: Beth texted and said, a wedding singer didn't show up, so I was asked to sing for the wedding. It was so crazy.
0: The wedding singer, Beth.
3: I can't tell you. That gives me butterflies right now just thinking about that because that would terrify me. If
0: somebody said, hey, our singer didn't show up, Allison. Yeah. We need you to sing. It I mean, way. that would
3: never happen, first of all. But <laughs> if it did. <laughs> oh, come
0: uh... on. You probably sound amazing. <laughs> so here's Peter. Peter, okay, you stepped into the last minute. What happened?
1: Way back when I was in high school, um, I was involved at the Logos Theater, and I was one of the puppeteers for Aslan during the first uh, Chronicles of Narnia. And so it was an awesome experience. I loved it. And then the next year I went to college and I was like, man, I can't be involved. I can't take that time commitment for two months to be uh, practicing and everything. So I was, I was kind of bummed. But then about a week before the first performance, they were like, can you step in? The guy who was doing your part hurt his back because that lion, although he's so big, he's really heavy, about 40 pounds on each puppet here. And so he heard his back carrying him. So they're like, can you do the part again? And I was like, as long as nothing's changed, I can do it. <laughs> ah, so, great. And
0: you remembered it all.
1: Yeah. And it was helpful because
4: I was the back half of the lion, so I kind of just followed the front. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, being the back half of Aslan.
1: I got the butt of a lot of jokes on that one.
0: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. This young lady. Lauren Daigle had to step up to the plate, kind of, at a baseball game where the normal guy who sings God Bless America couldn't do it. So she stepped in and did this. God bless America. Oh, man. Land that I love. Talk about... Knocking it out of the park. Oh, look at you with these puns. Oh, man. They called
3: her the pinch singer <laughs> yes. instead of the
0: pinch hitter. So we started thinking about a time that you had to step in at the last minute to do something at 800-447-7234.
3: For Kathy, she says, 24 years ago, I had the honor of being able to step in and help deliver my bonus daughter's baby girl. No. Because uh, the dad couldn't make it back quite in time. That was the most awesome experience ever, ever, ever. How crazy. Cool is that,
0: yeah. Kathy? Oh, you'll never forget that. So Heidi's along with us. What about you, Heidi? What happened?
1: Uh, I was in college, and I went with one of my music professors and some friends to the Mississippi Baptist Orchestra. And I got there during rehearsal, and I saw the director talking to my music professor. And he came up to me, and he introduced himself, and he said, "I hear you're a piano performance major." our keyboardist is sick our backup keyboardist doesn't think she can play the music the concerts in an hour can you fill in for us no. so i stepped in and i played through the concert on the keyboard for them and i just went was just going to go for the music and instead ended up being a part of the concert
0: <laughs> how cool is that i bet you you nailed it too
1: oh yeah it was so much fun it was definitely it was definitely an experience that i don't ever forget it was
3: 4 years ago. And I'm sure you learned a lot about yourself in that moment.
1: Yeah, it was it was definitely scary because I wasn't expecting it at all. I don't know. It was just really fun, though.
0: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Thinking about the time that you had to step in at the very last minute on something. 800-447-7234.
3: Sherry says after a two-year sabbatical from teaching, I stepped back in to teach K-3 at my son's preschool with just a week and a half of prep time.
0: No way, Sherry.
3: That's last minute, yep.
0: (laughs) You're Mm -hmm. not kidding. Okay, here's uh, Brittany. What about you, Brittany?
3: I volunteered to help in our children's church.
1: Um, the lady who was over it uh, had gotten older and just wasn't able to do it. So I helped and stepped in. Well, then I didn't realize I have four kids in my own, which, but I didn't realize how much I really enjoyed working with other kids as well. And anyway, that sparked My interest, And I'm actually um, in my second semester in college getting my degree in early childhood education. Look at
0: that. (laughs) Oh, so cool. All because you stepped in at the last minute to help out at Children's Church.
3: Right. God works in mysterious ways, doesn't he? He does. He does. And I'm so excited
1: because I have a huge grill on my face right now. I know that God's will is perfect, and he is definitely taking me to places I never thought possible. Only dreams are becoming my
0: reality. Morning. (laughs) with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Thinking about those last-minute things, not something you had to do at the last minute, but something that you did that you had to step into to help out. At the very last minute at 800-447-7234, Allie had to be in a wedding.
3: Yeah, I came as a guest, and one of the bridesmaids had gotten sick, so they asked me to step in and be a bridesmaid, and thankfully the dress fit me perfectly. But... (laughs) And it was my first one, my first wedding. Um, The dress. The dress was really pretty <laughs> <laughs> it was the early 90s so uh-huh. let's just say the sleeves were huge and it was short in front and long in back
0: the mullet
3: <laughs> it was a mullet dress <laughs>
0: In the, in the wedding bridesmaid I wish I still brides. had it. I know. I wish there was a picture of it, too. That'd <laughs> be cool. So we're getting the calls and texts that are coming in with amazing stories at 800-447-7234.
3: Patty was actually asked to speak at a funeral at the last minute. She says, I did not know the woman that had died. I just took a deep breath and asked God to speak.
0: Wow. Talk about pressure i couldn't imagine yeah wow patty that's amazing okay so here's karen what about you karen
4: well mine was chaperoning a field trip of students to washington dc uh, this was when my daughter was in either the seventh or the eighth grade one of our parents can't go will you go and take that place and chaperone that group of kids now you won't be chaperoning your daughter but you know these other kids okay so i show up And instead of having my honor student daughter and any of her friends, I have these three boys, and they are just not used to adult direction. (laughs) They don't seem to understand why I want to know where they are Uh, uh, or be uh. with them or, you know, want them to sort of be with the group or whatever.
0: It sounds like you had quite the memorable trip to D.C.
4: Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm just going to tell you that I am never again going to chaperone a trip unless my kid is part of my group. One of these kids got suspended on the way home from the trip. Oh no. For real.
0: Oh, man. OK. Mm-hmm. Never forget that DC trip. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you? Rob, Allison, and Jim. I gotta
3: tell you, people have a lot of guts to do these things. Kathy, in 1990, says that her high school did a big play, Give My Regards to Broadway. Huh. I had the lead part with almost 100 lines as a gangster's girlfriend. On the third night, another actress, a southern belle, got laryngitis. And since I had memorized the whole play, they asked me to do both parts. Huh. We were never on stage at the same time. So So it worked out, but I had to do really quick changes between each scene. So much fun.
0: Right? (laughs) <laughs> Good night. She was busy. Yeah, that whole thing, and to memorize the entire play—that takes—that's talent. That
3: is. That's a gift.
0: Oh my word. Okay, so Heidi's along with us. What's your story, Heidi? What happened?
3: Actually, my
4: dad did. My dad was the hero of this time. Um, I we had just moved as kids to a new school. It was, it was February twelfth, and you know how kids bring valentines. Well, I didn't know a kid in my class, and I was so sad because I was going to be the only one who didn't bring valentines. And my dad secretly went out to the local drugstore, bought a pack, and signed my name on 24 of them and gave them to me on Valentine's Day to give to my classmates.
0: That is so cool. You have an amazing dad.
4: I do. I do. I love them very much.
0: More than just pretty voices. Thinking about the times that you stepped in at the last minute. Man, I hope you catch some of the stories on the video replay a little bit later on on Apple TV, Roku and his radio TV app. So how about you? You stepped in the last minute, 800-447-7234.
3: Matthew kind of has a story like mine. I filled in as a bridesmaid. He filled in as a groomsman at a wedding. He was asked the day of. Huh. His wife was already part, a part of the wedding party as a bridesmaid. Oh, that makes sense. I got some great photos, I'm sure.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right. And Michael's along with us. What about you, Michael? What happened?
3: Actually, about three years ago, I was working registration for
4: our kids area, and I got a call from the teacher and said, hey, we need a somebody to step into our elementary program just for this Sunday. Well, that was three years ago, and now I'm uh, stepped in, and I haven't missed a Sunday since. I'm now the team captain for... Our elementary program. Wow, you
0: you made quite the impression on them, didn't you?
4: Yes, and I love it, and I couldn't imagine my life with those kids any differently.
3: Have you roped in any other volunteers that way? Our volunteers at our church are absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah, with the strategy of saying, (laughs) you just need to step in for one day, and you get them for life.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Did his morning crew. My son just started kindergarten, but I have already started thinking what it's going to be like when I have to send him off to college.
0: Really? He's <sighs> only scary. five. I know,
3: but it's out there, Rob. I know. <laughs> and decorating your dorm room is a pretty big deal. Hopefully, CMU will let me help him do that. <laughs> because, you know, for many kids, it's their first home outside of home yeah
0: that's true you know
3: so it is a big deal to make it special and comfortable well last year Enrique Alcareza decorated his dorm room with handmade Whataburger signs and logos and if you don't know what Whataburger is it's a fast food chain with more than 700 locations they're all out west so I've never actually eaten at one have you
0: never know
3: it sounds really yummy but so when the chain heard about enrique they decided to help him out this year as he went back to college and gave him a burger themed dorm room renovation and this isn't just some you know cheapo job here they did everything they went all out it looks very cool it's not cheesy
0: it's like HGTV, man. It is. Oh my word! You showed me the pictures. I'm like, come on.
3: So they decorated with like their their signature color is orange. So they have all these pops of orange done in really cool ways. They have pennants that feature vintage Whataburger locations. Uh, these cool ketchup and mustard pillows. He also got, you know, all the sauces fully stocked. He has a custom refrigerator that has food in it. Wow. It is sweet. He's going to be the big man on campus. They did
0: him right. <laughs> I know. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a room looking like that, although I'd probably be hungry all the time.
3: I know. Doesn't a burger sound burger, good? It
0: It does. <laughs> Even for breakfast, it sounds good.
3: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim.
0: So Allison was mentioning, uh, is it called Whataburger or what Whataburger. Whataburger, mm-hmm. okay. And there's like this college student who's Whataburger just decked out his whole dorm room.
3: Yeah, because he's a super fan of this restaurant chain.
0: She's never been. Mm-mm. Allison's never been. They're not even around here, right? No, I think they're out west. I think, uh, so Donna wants to chime in on this Whataburger. What, what do you have, Donna?
4: I just wanted to give Allison a little FY. Uh, I think she mentioned that she thought they were all out west, but there's actually one in Mooresville in case she ever gets a wild hair and wants to go try a Whataburger. No
3: way! I had no idea. Yeah,
4: yeah, they're in Mooresville, and they've been there forever, as long as I can remember, because we used to go all the time when I was a kid. And it's like one of those old-timey, you know, drive-ins. I mean, you don't drive up in your car, but that's kind of what the look is. You know, it's just real an old look, but they really do have good food.
0: When you go, what do you get?
4: I always get the cheeseburger. It's so sloppy, and it's so good.
3: (laughs) How is it almost 7 in the morning, and we're all wanting cheeseburgers? You've got me craving one already.
0: (laughs) Oh, my. I think I'm going to go eat a celery stick. I'm gaining weight just thinking about hamburgers in the morning.
3: I know. Suddenly my banana smoothie isn't as good.
0: (laughs) Forget the cereal and oatmeal. Get a burger. More than just pretty voices.
3: Dan Bookard had just left the airport. He's driving along the interstate, and he sees something surprising. An elderly man walking along the shoulder. So he pulls over, picks up the man. It turns out to be 98-year-old Luther Younger. Luther was walking to the hospital to visit his dear wife of more than 50 years. My upbringing, if you see somebody elderly and stuff like that, or it seemed like somebody struggling and it's raining, I, I had to pick them up, I'm not one of the ones that could just drive by. No way, Luther could not do that. And he learned more of the story. So. Uh, Luther, his wife is paralyzed in the hospital, but Luther walks six miles each way to see her.
0: At 98 years old. Yeah.
3: They've been married more than 50 years, and their love is just unconditional. He can't
0: live without her. I know. Oh, that is just so sweet.
3: It's hard to imagine that he would even think this was possible at 98 years old yeah. to walk 12 miles round trip to visit his wife. He probably
0: but walks everywhere.
3: Yeah, he does. That's a big part of his life. And his, even his kids have said that because people are like, why is he walking? But he, he loves it. Um, that's just how he's always been. Uh-huh. So, he, you know, if that's the only way that he can get to his wife, he's going to do it.
0: Daily. Mm-hmm. Every day he goes to the hospital to see her. Every day. Wow. I want to be that healthy At ninety-eight. I can walk six miles just like this guy.
3: Yeah, and I want to have a marriage like that. (laughs) I know,
0: right? You know. Beautiful. Well, Tim and Allie have the best marriage anyway. (laughs) You should see.
3: It's a it's all work though. You know? It's not easy. And this guy knows that too.
0: Yeah, and he's so (laughs) dedicated. Luther, you inspire us all and we're praying for your wife.
3: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim.
0: She has a lot of pictures on her phone.
3: I have even more now.
0: No. OK. <laughs> well, it was 16,000 yesterday. How many now? Well,
3: I'm up to 16,803 because I took like 30 new ones yesterday. does that
0: sound like a lot? And then we started hearing from people yesterday that had an excess of over 50,000 on their phone.
3: It was crazy. And everywhere I went yesterday, people told me how many photos they had on their phone. It was making me laugh.
0: Can I tell you one thing my wife did? Yeah. She started deleting pictures off her phone after she heard that. She's like, I, I got all these you know, you know how you take more than one yes. for the best shot? Oh, she yeah. Got, I got all these duplicates. So she started. I think she said she got rid of 900 Whoa. yesterday. We yeah. didn't go, Amy. I'm telling you. <laughs>
3: That's inspiring. And we got this really intriguing text. I'm not sure what to think. It says, it's from Linda. My husband, Jim, who does not text, wants you to know he has one picture on his phone. It's interesting what that one picture is.
0: One picture on your smartphone, really?
3: That's all he has. But what do you think it's a picture
0: of? I'm calling the dude. <laughs>
3: Let's do it. I okay. got to find out.
0: What is on, Who? what's his name? Jim. Okay, it's Jim. What well, could be? Why would you have a smartphone and only have one picture on it? I don't know. And then not text off the thing? I mean, Jim, come on. Hello? Hey, Jim. Yeah. Hey, it's Robin Allison over at His Radio. How you doing today? So, it it was intriguing to us that Linda said to call you because there's only one picture on your phone, and we need to know the story.
4: A phone, to me, is to talk with. I have an old flip phone. I don't text because I don't like hitting the buttons three or four times to get a letter up. (laughs) Right. I got one picture on our phone, and it's of our grandpuppy, Not my love. Not my wife. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs>
4: it's, just not, it's just our puppy. They don't have any grandchildren, but they love dogs. Their daughter and son-in-law love dogs. They got a, it's a Whippador. It's a half Whippador and half Labrador. That's the
0: only picture I have on my phone. Hey, you live a simple life and I love it.
4: Thank you, sir.
3: <laughs> How does Linda feel about you not having a picture of her but having a picture of the dog?
4: I see my wife every day. <laughs> I wake up with my wife, I go to sleep with my wife, we eat together, we do things together. Hey. But Hannah our granddaughter or our grand dog lives in Kentucky, which for us is about an eleven hour drive away. We can't see her every
0: day. Jim, you are awesome. I'm, Keep don't don't change what? that phone.
4: What what's amazing is my wife's got a smartphone now. She used to have a flip phone. So, if this one ever dies, I got two other backup flip phones I can go to.